Serenity. Welcome to another episode in the Red Moon Medicine Sanctuary. Welcome back to this space. My name is Mella. I am your host today and your driver upon this journey of self-exploration and storytelling, communing with the weavings of life and creation. So buckle up. <laughs> today our journey continues within the space of uh, a womb cycle, a moon cycle. Um, we are continuing this this journey through the different phases of a woman's moon time or this sacred cycle that we embody that is the spiral of creation. Um, yeah, and we continue along this journey and find ourselves within the frequency of diminishing. This is the space of our luteal phase or our premenstrual phase. This is the time after we have already ovulated. Uh, our egg has been released in this potent time of fertility and high energy and life has reached its peak, is now moving on the other side of the mountain. Now it is moving back down. It is descending once again back into the earth. And so now we are moving closer into our menstrual time, into our bleeding times. And yet this space is still... Um, this is the transitioning time again, like our follicular phase is transitioning from our bleed into our ovulation. Here we find ourselves moving further away from our ovulation and our fertility and deeper into the, this energy of death that we embody within our bleed. <clears throat> and so this is the diminishing that is happening. This is the decaying and the unraveling that brings us now back into the warm, loving hands of the earth after, after soaring so high and bright um, and intense, that energy once again needs to ground back into the stability of the earth, ground back into the foundations of things. Um, like we talked about um, at different points within this series, this energy, um, nowhere in creation do we see it continuing to build and build, um, you know, eternally constantly without periods of rest and diminishing like we see embodied within the seasons like we see embodied within a, a plant's cycle of growth um, this energy lives within ourselves as well and so now we are uh, coming back into this source energy we are coming back into the earth and grounding ourselves into that stability where the energy within our ovulation and follicular phase may feel um, its nature isn't necessarily so grounded because it is rising, it is moving up, it is, um, you know, this energy of air and fire that is formless and, you know, bursting and moving and flowing. And so... Yeah, now that energy is beginning to ground again. And this is 
um, reflected within decaying matter and unraveling and clearing out. Um, so from this high energy of ovulation, there's now this descending, this melting back into this source, into our source, into ourselves. And we begin to feel ourselves slowing down and coming back to ourselves, where maybe perhaps in our ovulation, <clears throat> this energy is very externally oriented, you know, it is tending to others, it is this mother energy that is taking care of the community and the work and that sense of responsibility. And now that point pivots and focuses back on ourselves. And so we are beginning this journey back into, um, into our own inner retreat. Um, so this is the point where that, be that energy begins to turn and shift and we feel this focus uh, directed less into others and our external world and more, you know, this inclination to perhaps be alone or to be more still and quiet and our pace perhaps is also beginning to slow down compared to how it was moving before and we ourselves are slowing down compared to the the fast pace of our external world and so tuning into this and seeing what that feels like and sitting with that energy witnessing that shift and following it it is a time to be present within this space <clears throat> this is a time when we are asked to process all that has been done and come through within this cycle for now, as we begin to slow down, we see more, we hear more, and we feel more. Or maybe before, within our ovulation, this intensity and this fast pace, we got caught up in everything moving around us, and, and we were moving faster, quicker, that there was less to really maybe tune into within ourselves. You know, you can kind of get caught up in the, in the swing of things and the work and the doing and the community, um, which is beautiful and okay, uh, and that is the medicine of ovulation. And now, as we, as we move through our cycle, we are given now this space and this opportunity to once again slow down and be still so that we can actually sit with and process and being witness to all that came through in this cycle and what is living now within our emotional body, what is living within ourselves right now. <clears throat> Processing the work that has been done, um, the communions that were that were nourished and the state of our well being in this in this moment now. In this slowing down we are at the same time unraveling and opening up to witness ourselves and so um, as we move along in this phase and drift further away from our ovulation and deeper into our bleeding time we once again find this space of solitude this transitioning into death energy again and in this space we are opening up to ourselves again 
And so we can ask ourselves, what do we wish to carry with us as we transition into a new cycle, as we die and are reborn into something different? What do we wish to continue to carry with us? What is continuing to serve us and is of value to us and important? And what do we realize that we no longer need anymore? What is no longer serving us? What is no longer who we are? And within this space uh, and this um, time of slowing down, we can witness all these things. And so uh, through this processing, we can reflect on um, what worked, what didn't work, what felt good, what still feels good, what maybe isn't quite it. And so as we continue to move forward, this is our time to um, to sit with all of that and gain that wisdom that can be received in this space to know um, how to move forward now, um, how to emerge eventually into a new cycle carrying the wisdom of the last cycle and letting go of the, the burdens and the weights that we didn't need to carry anymore. So this is a time of deep unraveling and processing energy. As we begin to retreat, um, we may feel um, still as we begin to transition into this transitioning time, um, we may still feel this, um, this energy, this activation that is coming through, yet perhaps um, slowing down and shifting and looking a little bit different and asking for something a little bit different. Um, but yet this energy still supports us to continue to um, tie up the loose ends of things to finish the harvest, so to speak, and to prepare for the retreat of our bleed that will come soon. So in this time, one may feel... Um, in, you know, maybe the first half of this phase or whenever it comes through for you, maybe it's different. Um, this, maybe even this burst of energy that allows you to, um, to, yeah, finish the harvest and do the last few things that need to be done, finish up perhaps the details of things, the, the last few um, things on the checklist or... Um, finishing up a project or preparing the home for then this space of rest that comes through within our bleed. I myself have, have noticed this within my cycle where um, as I transition into my luteal phase from my ovulation, um, I first feel this kind of uh, dip in energy, this, this shift that comes through that is somehow... Um, hard to put into words is just this like energetic that begins to shift and change into um, you know this more diminishing energy I feel that beginning to slow and um, become more still and then I get this burst of energy that suddenly allows me to do a few more things that I was wanting to finish up or prepare some things for my bleed and such. So I've noticed that come through really beautifully. And this energy also feels rather tender and soft. Um, 
compared to this active energy of the ovulation um, that is really um, pretty firm and strong and not so vulnerable. Um, here, I feel this beginning to shift into a beautiful vulnerability that also uh, allows me to be more um, compassionate in my work and loving and slow and tender and paying attention to the details of things and also how I sit with the work and how it makes me feel. So witnessing what that looks like for you as well, um, if you notice maybe that that little peaking or bursting of energy that may come through in this time, um, this space is our autumn season, it is our inner autumn where our ovulation was our summer, now we are beginning to reap the rewards in a way of the of all that we've been working on within our summer, all the seeds that were planted and grew um, and have grown into the fullness and are now ready to be harvested and prepared for the winter months to come. You know, like the jam making and preserving and fermenting um, and collecting the last things before everything wilts away for the winter. So this is the time of, of preparation, of enjoying the, the harvest, of celebrating the harvest, of acknowledging all the work that has been done that now brought you into this moment to enjoy them and to witness them and to, you know, fully receive all of it. So it's also a beautiful time in this way of receiving and slowing down to truly enjoy the work. Um, for if there's always, you know, this energy of um, the activity of ovulation, the, this constant work where maybe there isn't as much presence um, to truly, you know, receive and uh, see all that has been done, um, now it everything is ready and everything is grown and matured, um, so to speak, <laughs> to be, yeah, enjoyed and celebrated. All the work that has been done and the energy that has been put into what is um, important. And within our womb, we are preparing for this deep stillness of winter, the, the hormones that are um, preparing the womb for this potential life in the beginning of the luteal phase, the womb preparing to potentially catch and hold the egg that maybe got fertilized and will grow into uh, a human vessel and a spirit. Um, and then as we continue to, to move along within the luteal phase and nearing our bleed, and an egg has not been fertilized, then there is a, uh, a preparation for this release um, of what is no longer needed to be carry carried. So the lining of our uterus that was building um, in preparation to nurture this life and this egg that was released um, that now is no longer needed to be held in the womb. And so... Um, it is this preparation for this release. Um, 
And this time it carries a, a wise crone energy in a way where her ovulation was this mothering energy, this mother frequency. Now we have shifted and matured into um, the frequency of the crone, the wise woman, the medicine keeper. Um, for she is, she has matured past her time of fertility and life and is now moving closer to the veil of death. And within this space, she carries all the wisdom of, of a life lived in fullness and of years and generations of learning and experiencing. She carries this with her like we carry all the lessons that we learn throughout our lives in each new cycle as we continue to transform. And so here we are tapping into this wise crone energy um, that is past her fertility and instead is keeping this energy for herself, you know, no longer bleeding, uh, no longer fertile and ov ovulating. She turns this energy inwards and is within the realm of spirit and her own inner work and reflection. And she explores this fearlessly and openly. For here, we also are asked to face the deep, dark waters of our soul that can sometimes feel scary and maybe cloaked in shame or guilt or can feel uncomfortable these aspects of ourselves that we have pushed to the side or ignored or these experiences and wounds that maybe we've been carrying that we haven't wanted to face because of maybe the pain that lives there. And this manifests within our physicality also in this time where many women these days experience um, quite some discomforts in this phase of their cycle in the luteal phase before the bleed, perhaps intense cramps coming through or this um, irritable feelings or these mood swings that seem and feel hard to control and feel confusing and maybe make one feel, you know, crazy in some ways. Um, this time can be um, expressing itself within our physicality as well in these ways and these are only glimpses of, of what is living within us and why this may be coming through because during this time we are asked to face all that we haven't been wanting to face and when we don't and we continue to not face it perhaps over months and years um, it manifests in all the different layers of our body. Our body signals to us, hey, there's something here. There's something not so easeful and harmonious here. Um, it is asking for nourishment. And it is asking to be witnessed and seen so that it can be transmuted and changed. And so, yeah, we ask ourselves in this time, how do we sit with um, this energy? How do we sit with our shadows? Is there aspects of ourselves that we haven't been able to accept? Is there aspects of ourselves that we feel ashamed of or guilty of or that we feel are unworthy? 
And so in this time, through our emotional body and the emotions that begin to soar out of us in this time, the waves that come crashing upon our shores are asking to be seen and felt. They're something that is moving through us, that is asking to be expressed. And when we allow this um, this ease in a way, this, you know, detaching from um, it as our identity, but something that is merely moving through us, we can receive the, the medicine that it offers us. We can be in witness to it and then allow it to move through us in the ways that it is meant to and move out of us and then change into something else. Our emotions aren't meant to remain stuck in us or remain held in certain places in our bodies. They are meant to move. They are fluid like water and they long to flow. Um, when they become still, they grow stagnant and block our energy and block cer certain other emotions to come through for us. It is like um, a block in a river that be begins to grow this stale and stagnant water. And so, yeah, sitting with this time in a way to witness all the emotions that live in us, all the, the thoughts, the experiences, the moments of our lives that come through in this time to be in witness to them and to sit with them and see why they are coming up right now, why they are coming through, what is there for us to see. And so these scary and uncomfortable aspects of ourselves um, begin to change into something more loving and accepted when we see um, how they've been neglected this, in these times. And instead we learn to offer them this love and compassion. And in these ways we learn to, to love all these parts of ourselves. Here we are sitting with our shadows and find our peace with them. We find this love for them. And then our shadows become not so scary anymore, but they become powerful sources for us to tap into within ourselves. They become powerful medicine for us to work with, for us to witness. They become a, an integrated and whole part of us. And they aren't this, this separate and ugly thing that we don't want to see that then creates a, a wedge within the entirety of our being, but instead um, is taking its place upon the altar of our beingness. And in this way, we find our peace and our harmony within all the aspects of ourselves and perhaps find this peace and harmony within our cycle as well where before perhaps we felt this, this discomfort and this pain and this feeling of dread when we felt our bleed arriving or we felt this time arriving or this feeling of um, how our cycle isn't a gift but a burden that we have to carry. <clears throat> and instead we shift these stories into witnessing our cycle as a gift truly for we have fully integrated all of these aspects of ourselves 
and are open to receive the full medicine that our cycle offers us. And so in this time, the medicine is within our shadows and within our deep, dark waters that we are asked to dive into and explore and see what lives there. We are asked to be brave in the face of something scary and still face it and not only face it, but befriend it. Because we can find our peace within our cycle and see and yeah, see it as a gift and fully receive um, all the blessings that it offers us. There can be this deep love and compassion for ourselves, this remembering of our worth and our value, and not needing someone else to tell us what parts of ourselves are worthy and what parts of ourselves we should change. But we know within ourselves that every single piece of who we are is worthy and important. And only we can explore that terrain for ourselves and know what is right for us. And only we can embark on this path and this journey and be in witness to how it unfolds. So yeah, we are asked here again, how do we sit with our shadows? We can ask ourselves, do I love all the aspects of my being? Do I love all that I am? Do I feel shame or guilt when I look or touch certain aspects or wounds that I carry? We can look into all of this and offer a space of exploration and discovery. And in this way, we can learn about ourselves in these deeper ways, deeper ways. <laughs> this, this energy is deeply healing and transmuting. For as we look upon our wounds and we touch them and we kiss them, we offer them an opportunity to be healed, finally after carrying around something that has been dead weight upon us for perhaps years, when we begin to finally face it and look at it, perhaps it feels painful to touch, and yet it continues to grow softer and open up as we continue to offer, offer it this love. And so this energy of water that we are within in this time, this emotional exploration as an opportunity to transmute a lot of these things that we've been carrying and allow them to be transformed into their full expression, into everything that they're meant to be when we move past the initial egoic response of things, the triggers that maybe we've been carrying that aren't serving our highest potential and our highest selves but have been this conditioned behavior that has, you know, maybe even been subconscious that has suddenly clicked on and there's presence there and there's awareness and then it begins to shift and change and transform into the true thing. And so what is this true thing? What is real, they? And what is just layers of illusion? 
And so this energy of water is a reflection. It offers a reflection. It offers this mirror for us to gaze into ourselves and see all that lives there. What is there? It brings us back into the ease of things, into the surrender, where in this previous phase of our ovulation, we were within this energy of fire of self that is deeply active and within the community and within the will of things. It holds a, a will and a desire to do the things. Now within this energy of water, we come back into the surrender of things. We are asked once again to trust the flow and perhaps relax and find our ease within us being guided upon our path and not always needing to rationally know the next step or take the next step, but sometimes um, allow ourselves to be guided as we follow the threads of truth in each moment, as we follow our intuition or the guidance, these sparks of thoughts that pop into our head that move us upon our path and guide us into all that is meant for us. And so this energy of water is deeply surrendering. You know, it is this meandering, floating energy, um, floating along a river, right? And this is what's needed as we shift and move into the depths of our bleed. We are asked to surrender so we can open up into all that can be received within our bleeding times. And this time, like I mentioned, we are processing and, and witnessing all that lives here in this space for, so when we enter into our bleeding times, into this death energy, we, we can be empty. Everything that was needed to be processed and seen was seen and felt. And now we can just be empty as we move into our bleed. And so this time um, can be deeply releasing. And then as we move into our bleed, we, we can just be. And this energy of surrender that is coming through now supports us as we deepen into our source energy and our spirit in the spirit world as we continue to move along in this phase and enter into the chambers of our bleed. We can then be open to receive those insights and to um, commune with spirit and commune with ourselves beyond our physical form. So it is again sitting with this, um, how, how do we surrender into the moment? How do we slow down and um, allow ourselves to be guided? We can also ask ourselves, how is our emotional well-being during this time? What emotions feel strong during this time? What emotions come through and perhaps feel uncontrollable or untamed? And what are they? What are they trying to tell me? What stories are they revealing that perhaps um, in ways that we haven't been honoring our truth or listening to our intuition or offering ourselves what we need? In what ways are we not maybe giving ourselves what we need during this time? Perhaps it's more space. 
or perhaps it looks something different for you that only you can answer for yourselves. And yet you know, and it's just about how do you face that and then accept that and follow it. So yeah, witnessing your, your emotional well-being and and receiving the, the medicine that comes through from them, not just uh, you know dismissing them as um, something that just is happening, but really seeing them and, and asking yourself, what is this? Again, what are the stories here that are asking to be seen? And so, um, a beautiful practice that we can nurture in this time as we, um, you know, like I said, complete the harvest and prepare for the, the movement into our bleed, something that can help tend to the space, um, is perhaps decluttering. And so, I, I've noticed um, some women talking about this time as they naturally feel this kind of instinct to declutter and to clean and clear their space. And so perhaps this you notice this energy coming through as you bring in awareness or maybe not, but either way you can, if you feel called, um, nurture this energy during this time by clearing out your space, you know, also within our, our physical world. What do we still want to have, you know, in our room, in our house? What do we still want to hold on to? And what do we no longer need? What is just taking up space and not really serving the, the energy that I'm creating here? And so perhaps taking some time to clear out maybe some old papers or letters or maybe stuff that has been lying around that hasn't been used in years. Maybe some old clothes that no longer feel in alignment with you anymore, no longer feel good. Whatever it may be, taking this chance to declutter and in this way prepare a fresh space for when you um, take the retreat into your bleeding times. So the energy can be clear and fresh and nurtured and ready for you to be in that space feeling good and held and nourished. So this um, decluttering can be a beautiful practice to nurture this time and to create a, a kind of ritual space for your bleed, perhaps preparing a little altar or preparing some meals in advance or buying your groceries so you don't need to go out during your bleed. Uh, you can just stay in or maybe you know be outside and just be and again clearing out perhaps these these tasks that we've been wanting to do that can be done so that you don't need to worry about it as we shift into our bleed um yeah <laughs> another beautiful practice um that can really support this um, this emotional tenderness during this time and perhaps the the waves of emotions that are crashing upon our shores during this time that are truly being felt and just washing over us that can sometimes feel intense a beautiful practice that can 
um, help remind us of this tender self-love that we carry and offer ourselves this self-love and compassion is creating these, you know, sacred self-love rituals, things that make us feel good, maybe taking a bath or maybe anointing our skin with oil or maybe it's even um, nurturing a sacred uh, self-love self-pleasure practice where you can be alone and um and just touch yourself and feel feel yourself and offer yourself this this pleasure and this love that can also help transmute um and move through certain emotions that may feel stuck and stagnant within you um this energy of orgasming can also be deeply nourishing and soothing during this time um, partly for its, you know, um, this loving energy that it invokes within this, this juiciness and this pleasure and this tenderness, um, this love for yourself, yet also the, this physical sensation that is moving through you this intensity that is moving through you can also help again um, unblock different emotions or even move through them and um, be in witness to them. Perhaps during this sacred self-pleasure practice you notice maybe you begin to cry or maybe you suddenly feel this, um, this shame coming up or this guilt or whatever it may be. Um, this is a kind of a practice that helps bring up these emotions so they so they can be seen and fully felt, you know. And even as they come up, perhaps they feel uncomfortable or weird. This is our opportunity to just sit with them and can and continue to move through this practice and move deeper into it and see how they begin to softly, gently transform and change and soften. So yeah, <laughs> um, if that's again also something that feels called, it can be a really beautiful and nourishing, delicious practice during this time. Um, something else that I think can be in alignment here is tuning into our dream bodies and this realm of our dreams um, and what is coming through in this time in that space. What kind of dreams are we having? Do our dreams feel emotionally charged in some ways? And if so, what kind of emotions are coming through? What scenes are being played out in this realm? Are dreams feeling more vivid and potent during this time? Or perhaps they're not. Either way, this is an invitation to again explore and see is there something here that I can um, that I can tap into. Um, for yeah, our, our dream realm can also be a very potent um, medicine for us and a way to witness ourselves in these, in these deeper ways, this, this subconscious energy, this, again, this watery energy also within our dreams, this misty, mysterious realm that we don't know much about but seems to offer us these important messages sometimes and this important imagery and feelings and this opportunity to process. And so seeing what perhaps lives there for you. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the luteal phase. Again, just scratching the surface of the full potential that can be felt and experienced and embodied during this time. Um, I just touched on some things that I felt for myself come through really strongly and importantly during this time. Some things that I experience um, and that I have learned other women experience as well through sharing and learning also about each other's cycles. And so it is an invitation again for you to explore this time and explore your cycle as a whole and see how it expresses itself through you and what comes up for you during this time. Perhaps it looks completely different or maybe there's some pieces that resonated and some pieces that didn't quite fit. Either way, um, it is an exploration and again, take what you need and leave the rest. <laughs> so thank you for being here with me. Um, thank you for this love that we share and this space that we hold and the medicine of storytelling and weaving together the, the mythologies of life that we can um, use as tools to, to witness ourselves in these ways and to enrich this experience of life. So have a beautiful, lovely rest of your day or night or wherever you are in this space-time. You are deeply loved and worthy of everything that you desire. Thank you, my loves. <laughs>